Hi, my name is Drian Arney, and I'm a licensed clinical social worker working in private practice in the state of Florida. Welcome to the Cultivative Conversation podcast, where I engage guests in deep conversation using questions designed to assist with building healthy relationships. These questions explore themes of gratitude, nostalgia, sharing, and learning to invoke togetherness and intimacy through conversation. On this episode, I am joined by my cousin, Chelsea. Uh, Chelsea is my cousin, and she is one of the best friends that I have in my life. Um, So I'm really excited to have her join me on this episode of the podcast. I'm really excited to see where this conversation goes, because with us, uh, you never really know. It can go anywhere. (laughs) Um, But Chelsea, welcome to the Cultivative Conversation podcast. How are you? I am good. First, I'd like to ask everyone if they can hear my smile because I (laughs) am cheesing. And I'd like to thank you for inviting me. It is an honor. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm happy that we were able to, you know, have our schedules link up so that we can make this happen because you are a new mommy. And on top of school and work, I know that, uh, having free time to do anything outside of what you need to do can be hard. Yes, thank you. All right, so we'll jump into it. I'll start by explaining how the conversation will go. And if you have any questions for me, you can feel free to stop me and ask. (laughs) Sounds good. All right, so the way it's going to work is I am going to ask you to think about five numbers that fall between one and 50. Um, Each of those numbers will correspond with a question and our conversation will be guided by uh, your responses to the questions and any questions that I may have about your responses. Sounds good. Okay. All right. So um, if you want to take a second or when you have your first number ready, you can just give it to me and we'll start with the first question. Yes. uh, 14, the, the day my daughter was born. Nice. All right. 14. How do you feel about your relationship with your father? Oh my gosh, this is a <laughs> lovely question. <laughs> Look, he is my world. He is amazing. He is so supportive in everything. Like I'm never nervous to ask him a question or I'm never nervous to tell him something. I trust him with my life, with everything. He is such a great grandpa to Alora. I'm actually um, in my program. My schedule and my boyfriend's schedule doesn't work. So he's going to be taking over a few days of the week to watch Alora for us. And that's so sweet because if anybody knows him, he literally cannot leave his phone for five minutes without it ringing. (laughs) He's, He's that busy. So... The fact that he's willing to dedicate about 20 to 26 to 7 hours a week, you know, is huge for me. And then from 5 to, you know, that's big. And I I just love him. He's so supporting. He's very wise. He's so funny. He's always cracking a joke. (laughs) (laughs) Always. He's king of dad jokes. And I'm just... Uh, you know you know how yes right that's where I get my annoyingness from (laughs) so he's just uh, I have so many good things and only good things to say about him I I'm thankful for him because a part oh no go ahead please please. sorry I'm so ready to to jump on it but go ahead I want to I want to make sure you get everything that you want to share out 
Yes, yes. Uh, a part of who am I? Who I am is because of him. I'm so strong and so determined and so brave because of him. Because of the example that he's always set for me. So I'm just, oh, I love him to death. Yeah, you can talk about him and your relationship with him forever. <laughs> and it's because y'all have such a great relationship. It's definitely one of those father-daughter relationships that I've always admired. Um, and because I love you so much, I'm really grateful that you have him as a dad. Um, and that he's you've been able to experience all that he's been able to provide you as the father that he's been. So I'm actually happy that you chose that question because yeah. I know that that means a lot to you. <laughs> yes, yes. Thank you. Yeah. Is there anything that you and your dad do together that you appreciate the most or that um, I don't know that you think contributes to the bond that you have with each other? Oh, yes. Um, I'd say having dinner. Sometimes he'll come over and he'll sit like in my table area and I'm in the kitchen and we'll talk and, you know, we'll make jokes. We'll talk about life and it's just such a great time. So I'd say us having dinner and like and just bonding. That's a great time for us. I think that's one of my favorite times nice. um, when I'm with him. Nice. And you throw down. So I'm sure it's one of his ah. too. <laughs> right let me get some juice put some ice in it <laughs> he's the juice man <laughs> fun fact his nickname is juice so people don't call him that anymore it was mostly in Miami <clears throat> when he stayed there people would be like juice 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 for a long time I'm like you know who's juice who's until I realized oh it's my own father so that's his nickname I don't know the story behind it kind of nervous to ask so I'm gonna just you know <laughs> and it also sounds like you found it your own meaning for that name too yes right. yeah <laughs> thanks for that uh extra fun fact uh, yes ma'am all right so what's uh number your second number we're gonna go with 16 16 Ooh, where is a place that you would like to travel to Bali and nice. Bali with my family I can I, like a vision that I have for the future is we have like there I watch a lot of YouTube videos and the ones that stuck stick out to me the hotels that stick out to me are the ones where there's the beach behind when you like mm -hmm. you could step out your room and then you have like a deck and then like a pool or a mini jacuzzi and then like you could step down into the ocean from the your back nice. deck so I always envision myself us like having like five or six houses in a row and just all of us playing in the water and just bike riding mm -hmm. and doing jet skiing and <clears throat> I always imagine that and that's why I want I'm so sorry I'm clearing my throat um, okay. I'm so sorry. Uh, I'm so excited to, you know, see that happen one day because that's what I'm so adamant with becoming so successful and being in a life where I'm comfortable to be able to say, hey, family, I have a surprise here because the family that I have that that rocks with me, 
sacrificed so much for me and like there you you guys are always there for me so I feel like that's something that I can't wait I'm I'm not gonna say a dream or something I want it's gonna happen because yeah. I'm manifesting it so that's something that I can't wait to be able to do just to show gratitude gratitude and how thankful I am and also for us to bond more because absolutely all of us are like in different parts and you know we're we're all hard working we have some of us has children so it's hard to get together sometimes so I feel like that would be so such a great trip and hopefully that would be something that would be able to become a tradition mm-hmm. so that the younger kids could continue it you know, in, in our family. So definitely yeah. a trip to Bali. The food's amazing. It's, it's, it's just such a great vibe. So look up vlogs on at Bali on YouTube and you guys are going to see what I'm talking about. It is amazing. <laughs> yeah. I've seen a couple and I absolutely have to agree with how beautiful it looks just from video. I can only imagine what it feels like to be there. Yes. It sounds like being able to accomplish that would mean for you the ability or the opportunity to bond with your family. Um, But also you mentioned gratitude, a way to show your gratitude. Um, Are there any ways that, you know, because it sounds like Bali isn't something that you would wake up tomorrow and plan for next week. um, But if, you know, showing gratitude, which I think you do a really good job at, but I, I wonder... What are some ways that you find that you're intentional about showing gratitude, not just to us, your family, but to the people that you appreciate on a more like daily level? Checking in, checking in. And even if it's just a simple text, you know, I appreciate our family group chat so much because, you know, how we use it we always say happy birthdays merry Mm -hmm. christmas you know happy thanksgiving and stuff like that and that means so much to me because for a long time you know i felt disconnected and that's because you know it's just certain things that i was going through Mm -hmm. but that group chat just makes reassures me not that I don't know because I know I have good family that love me and all I have to do is pick up my phone and call any one of you Mm -hmm. guys that I need to if I have to but it just makes me feel closer because you know as I mentioned before distance has always been a thing so I don't know I just feel closer and I feel happier just seeing everyone respond and stuff I, I don't know I guess also let me add that not that I didn't know that I was such a family person but not because I'm talking to you as my cousin but a lot of my life revolves around family and yeah. I'm just not realizing that like like in detail because every question I'm mentioning family so mm-hmm. that's nice mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm <Yeah>. learning <laughs> <laughs> absolutely no you're absolutely a family person and have been since I've known you um so yeah it makes sense and it's really cool to see you come to that realization in the middle of a conversation. <laughs> yes. And yeah. in, in the middle of a conversation that is being hosted on a podcast that's about relationships and building the relationships that are important to us. So it's pretty right. cool. Yeah. Thank you for that. All right. No problem. So what is uh, your third number? I'd say 
we're gonna do 12 because we're on 12 minutes right now okay <laughs> so honest. I love the I love the way that you are <laughs> choosing your, your numbers and what you're qualifying them using but number 12 uh it says do you feel your childhood was happier than most people's absolutely not I had a traumatizing childhood okay. and the old me wouldn't be comfortable to say that, especially to probably millions of people that I'm manifesting that will be listening to this podcast. <laughs> um, no, I had a very rough childhood and it's not, how can I say this without, I'm going to just say it. I had a, I had a traumatizing childhood because, um, you know, with my mother's situation and mm-hmm. my living situations and, you know, learn like certain things that I went through that I was mute about. So it's just, I I had a traumatizing childhood. Um, and I think that's why right now in my life and the stage where I am in my life right now is very crucial and sensitive to me because Mm. I'm at a part of my life where everything I do every next move that I make is important and detrimental to the rest of my life and my daughter's life yeah and nothing is about me anymore also and I don't ever want my daughter to go through what I went through even though it's it's not as bad as it sounds or it's not as bad as a lot of other people went through because once again I appreciate my family that was there mm-hmm. for me when my mom was in her situation um that always tried to make sure that I I, I didn't feel any pain or I wasn't sad or I didn't feel like something was missing because my family did an amazing job at that but when you realize what the reality of things are and you're trying to hold that in and not you know act out and just continue to be respectful and not Mm want to give up because you feel like why are certain things happening to me it's it's hard but also knowing what's going on in life at a young age trying to protect your little brother from finding out and also hiding the fact from your family that you Mm -hmm. see is trying so hard to not let you know what's going on also is is something so I had but but I'm thankful for my childhood you know because once again it's who I am today and I don't see my childhood being any any different for me to have been better than I am today so it it had to have happened wow yeah That's a beautiful way to look at it. I I am definitely um, of the thinking that, yes, our situations can always be worse. There are people out there that are in worse situations that we've experienced, but that shouldn't invalidate the fact that we had an experience that traumatized us, that, you know, left us with feelings that aren't the greatest, that left us with memories, that we may continue even into adulthood to try and you know, change what those, those memories mean and feel like for us. Um, so I definitely want to validate for you that, yeah, your, your childhood was harder than most kids. I think if we think about all the people we grew up with, most of our friends, most of the people we knew didn't experience half of what you experienced as a child. 
Thank right? you. And I, I think it's great that as an adult, like you gotten to a point where you recognize that you you have control, right? You're empowered to know that you have control um, that shows up in the way that you make decisions for yourself. And now, like you said, as a mom, those decisions also help create the life that you want for your daughter. So yes. it's been it's been really great to watch. Um, I really <laughs> admire your strength. And I don't mean your strength in terms of what you were able to like go through, um, but the strength that you've used to fight through everything that should have happened as a result of what you experienced. Right. Oh, thank you. That's so, so sweet. Yeah. We should probably move on to the next number. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And I think that actually brings us to the fourth number. Yes. Um, All right. Okay. My fourth number is going to be. Four. When was the last time you sang to yourself or to someone else? And there's a, it's a two-parter. And what song did you sing? On the way home. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I could, okay. So I went to Publix before I went to Publix. I was singing and dancing to my daughter, her Coco Melon song. Okay. <laughs> and because she's just learned how to clap her, let me not say my daughter. Her name is mm-hmm. Alora. Um, and she just learned how to clap. Put some respect on her name. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> uh, she just learned how to clap. So I'm so excited. So every time she claps, I'm like doing a little clown dance and clapping with her. <laughs> so before I left, I did that. As I'm walking in the store, I was humming this. Lord, I <laughs> there's. Please forgive me for this word. It's called Coochie Man. <laughs> and it's such a dumb song but it's so catchy so I'm in a store pushing the car humming "Mm, so I get in the car and I put it from YouTube on my in my car Bluetooth and I'm blasting it on the way home and I was singing it so it's interesting that you said that because that's pretty yeah yeah I'm glad you picked that number that was funny (laughs) you do you know the song I'm talking about no, I don't. You're gonna be like Chelsea. You're an idiot. <laughs> I'm gonna send it to you. I'm gonna. No, send I was gonna say I don't right now, but when we get off this call, I'm going to get acquainted. And you're gonna be like, of course, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Do you find that you sing to yourself often? Oh yes, I sing to myself a lot. I talk to myself a lot, and I'm not ashamed. I I reassure myself like uh, uh, mm. by, by talking to myself. I'll be like okay so you're gonna do this this and that and I don't know it just helps me so yeah that yeah. happens very often are there any lyrics in the coochie man song that uh you can identify with <laughs> that Honestly, helps you reaffirm yourself <laughs> um that wasn't a serious question so you don't have to <laughs> lyrics trying to spit out the most fire lyrics <laughs> and the lyrics are not even that fire in that song so I'm so upset that mm-hmm. you know that's the I only imagine that's the last song, with the title hey. like that right <laughs> it's so funny though all right so what's your fifth number my fifth number we're going to do 27 because my man is turning 27 tomorrow whoop whoop happy birthday 
All right. Oh, (laughs) and this question might be super appropriate. What makes you feel the most loved? Oh my gosh. Whenever, what makes me feel the most loved is the support I have. And that's huge to me. Whenever I feel down or whenever something traumatic happens, I have you, Nika, and Tyson that's always on go. And as you can, you know, as soon as something comes down, I'm calling you, FaceTime you with my raw emotions. And you're just looking like, oh, wow. But you always help me. You always help me feel better. And in a way where you never are telling me what to do, which is what I love, mm-hmm. you're always telling me, hey, you know, I know, I understand why you feel like this. Get in, you know, get in touch with yourself sounds very harsh. You never say it like that, but mm-hmm. that's basically what you, you know, just make me feel better by saying it's going to be okay. Just think about, you know, your decisions and take it slow. So I'm just so grateful for the love and support I have. I think that's very important. If you were to ask me if I want to be a millionaire or if I want to have love and support from my family members um, like I have now, I'm easily going to choose the love and support because that's what keeps me going. And I have such a strong support system to where if I feel down and I'm not able to keep going, Mm -hmm. I could reach out to you guys and lean on you guys' shoulders and you guys never make me feel like I'm a burden. I'm able to Mm -hmm. say the most darnest thing. I'm able to be 100% myself and not filter myself. And I think that's huge. That's very huge. Um, I, I feel like a lot of people in this world are wealthy and they're not happy, and that plays a big mm-hmm. part into why they're not, because you could have everything you ever imagine If you don't have the people there experience, like enjoying it with you or, or someone to share the joys with or someone to be there for, I don't, it sounds like I'm rambling, but basically what I'm trying to say is support. Yeah. The, the support that I have. Yeah. And it sounds like, because I think this theme has shown up in a few of your uh, responses, that you feel the most happy, you feel the most supported by the people that you call family, um, and that the people that you call family that you have within your, your network, um, in a sense, um, are a big part of what makes you feel loved and yes. what makes you feel uh, that feeling of like fullness, I don't know if that would mean anything for you, but um, when I hear love, I hear full. You feel Definitely. like you aren't missing, that you aren't going without. And when you compare that to money, we can absolutely, you know, go without money, mm-hmm. um, especially in situations. Well, I don't know. Do I really believe that? I might have to retract that statement and think <laughs> about it a little bit longer. Um, because I would love to believe that we can go without money, but I, I, I know way too well that um, we can't truly have, you know, a quality life without, without money. Right. Um, true. That's true. But love and support tends to be a whole lot more accessible, um, especially in situations where money may be harder to get. Right. So, yeah, I think I kind of went on a tangent too, but <laughs> no, no, no. I think that's uh, uh, parkour for our conversations. <laughs> right. All right. So 
Was that number four or number five? That was five. We're on six. Number now. five. Okay. No, we're, so... we're on six now. We're on the sixth one now. Yes. So yeah. the sixth question is a question that um, I ask all the guests um, that join me on the podcast. Oh, and that no. question. I didn't what realize how fast this is ending. Ah, <laughs> uh, can we? No, go, that means. Can, we, can I be? That back, means that please? you get to come back. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> Good. Because I'm so bummed. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's okay. That means that we have more to talk about and to bond on and to reminisce on when you come back on. Um, okay. So yeah, we're just gonna have to secure your your return date. Okay, good. Okay. I'm happy. You All right. So the <laughs> the question that is gonna kind of wrap us up for today is: What is one thing that is important to you in cultivating relationships? And if you would like for me to explain the question more, let me know. Um. Yes, please explain it a little more. Okay, so when you think about the the effort that you put into building the relationships that you have, the support that you have within your relationships, um, what is one thing that you think stands out as being necessary, as being important um, in the way that you approach growing your relationships? Trust. <clears throat> trust. And the reason why I say trust, because I'm easily forgiving, but there's just certain things that someone does to you like I have family in my life that I would never in a million years back then think that my relationship with with them would be what it is today and I try so hard and it took me a few years to finally accept it for what it is I mean I was depressed and didn't realize it for a long time always questioning myself and that's something in life that will mess you up is when you question yourself entirely too much because you're not going to have time to focus on what really matters because you're sitting there questioning yourself and that I feel like that made me idle in life like it just made me stand still with growth so um I would say trust because if you t- if you steal something from me or I'm gonna that's fine. People go through that. Hell, still still all my stuff for all I care. If we can still have you know the love, the type of relationship we have, but there's just stuff that is overdoing it. So once you hit that point, I'm gonna love you. I'm going to pray for you. I'm going to respect you. But my access, that's a done deal. So yeah. trust for sure. And 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 that's why it's so hard for me to open up to anybody. And that's why I cherish what I have. Because mm-hmm. what I have is gold because it never went bad. So yeah. trust. Yeah. What are the signs that typically pop up in your relationships that tell you, okay, this is a person I can trust. This is a relationship and a connection that I can trust. It's a feeling I feel like if I, it's just a warm, fuzzy feeling um, Mm -hmm. that I feel like an unlimited amount of love and that like I'll give, I'll, I'll give you, how can I? 
I'll give my life for you, basically. That's how serious I take it when I really trust somebody. Let's, I have people in my life where I'm, you know, I'm cool with them or, you know, but uh, I'm rambling. It's okay. It um, sounds like what you're saying is it's a feeling you know it when you feel it. Yes. Yeah. And yes. when when we talk about the things that we know when we feel, it's really hard to put words to describe that. So it makes sense that you find yourself rambling. So it's okay. Thank you. Okay. Yes, that's exactly what I was trying to say. <laughs> Literally, <All right>. thank you. <laughs> So that was the last of the questions that I have for our interview today. Um, Before we wrap up and sign off, is there anything that you would like to share either about yourself, um, anything that you're working on that you would like to share with the world uh, or any last words that you have before signing off? Yes. Um, It's actually for you. Okay. Um, They're actually, I just wanted to tell you how proud of you I am. (laughs) You do things so flawlessly. Like, I look up to you. <laughs> and I am just so proud of how smooth you've transitioned your career, you know, changes that you've made in your life. And I also want to tell you how grateful I am for you. I know I tell you all the time. and But I really want you to, since we're having, like, you know, more serious, because this is the most serious that our conversations has Probably. ever been. <laughs> And, like, my emotions are, like, on 10 red beam laser boom boom right now. Like, you, I'm so grateful for you. You are my homie. You are, like, my best friend. Like, and we don't even talk every single day or as often as we used to. But as soon Mm -hmm. as we do, it's like, I just saw you yesterday. So, I just want to tell you I'm grateful for you. I'm I'm thankful for you and I'm so so proud of you and you know everything that you've been doing and will continue to do I really appreciate it Chels it really means a lot because and I've told you this before um everything that I'm doing now yes it's for me to enjoy to be proud of to be happy about um but I'm doing it for the little us's. So I'm doing it for Elora because mm-hmm. I want her to have, you know, examples of what's possible for her. Um, for India, those are my two goddaughters and they are um, like my extended test runs. <laughs> um, just as far as I say that because them and my nephews have been like my first experience with being able to appreciate when people say like our, the children are the future, right. Or that they have like in person form become my inspiration for making the world a better place for, uh, you know, setting examples that I would be more than happy and comfortable and feel safe about knowing that they have to look at and to follow. So it really makes me feel good when I hear that because it tells me that I am, you know, working in what I believe is my purpose Um, and knowing that I do have family and a best friend like you there to back me up, to support me um, really, really means a lot to me. So I think I also want to say something about (laughs) your comment um, on this being our most serious conversation. One of the (laughs) things that I really love about you is that everything feels okay, right? In our conversations. So Mm -hmm. the point that I know we've had way more serious conversations than this, but we're able to have them without feeling 
like guilt, without feeling like we're going to be judged and that yep. weight that typically comes with those kinds of conversations um, can feel really sad, really down and really serious. But every conversation between the two of us is a good, fun one because that's just what we're able we to do are. for each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And who we are. Yeah. So I love you, man. I love you more. I do have one more thing to ask you. And okay, you can say it in one word, two words, however you want to say. Okay. How do you feel being a healer? How does it feel being a healer? Ooh. Is that what I am? Yes. <laughs> Hello. If you could heal me, <laughs> baby, look, they need to take your DNA and start making clones. <laughs> um, wow. That's a question that I was not expecting or prepared for. Um, I think I'm stuck because I have to first accept that that is how people see me. Um, and that's not something that I have heard before. It's just been brought to my oh, attention. Really? Um, so do yeah. you want to continue to be continued on the next podcast I, I love what you did there I'm gonna go ahead and take you up on your offer because I absolutely have to I have to think I have to process that um for a little bit because I, I know the work that I do and I know that the work that I do with the people that I work with um you know the goal is for them to feel more capable for them to feel more comfortable for them to feel more safe and there is a like healing process that's involved in that but I never thought of myself as like a healer. So I have to sit with that for a little bit. Yeah. Please do because you are more effective than doctors that go and do like surgery on people. And and the reason why I say that and the world needs to put more focus on that and put, you know, and the reason why I say that is because if you're not mentally here, if you're not mentally okay or mentally even a little okay, your whole body could work and that doesn't matter. Yeah. So that's why I look at it like that. You are a healer. You need to get it tatted on your forehead if yeah. you need to <laughs> so you can remind yourself, but that's what you are. So that's very wow. powerful. I absolutely agree that we it's important for us to all work together, right? All of the people, I think we're considered, social workers are considered to be part of the medical profession. Uh-huh. Um, and I think it's important because our mental health is just as important, if not in some cases more important more. than our, uh-huh. our physical health because our physical health depends on our mental health. Um, so yeah, I, I can definitely see that I am a part of the medical profession, that I do work that contributes to people's overall wellness and well-being. Um, but I would like to be able to answer your question. Um, okay. So I, I am going to think about it. And when you come on for your next episode, um, I'm going to make sure that we we circle back to it. Sounds good. I had such uh, a great time. I'm happy that you did. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm, I'm really happy that you did. And I, I really appreciate you taking the time uh, to join me on this episode. Yes, thank you. And um, guys, please don't forget to wear your mask and wash your hands so we could live like normal human beings in a few months. Uh huh. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Sick of <sighs> wear your mask. It's not hard. Okay, I'm done.
All right. On that note, we are signing out. <laughs> Bye. Good night. Bye, Jos. Good night. <laughs>Thank you for joining me for this Cultivative Conversation. If you have not already, please subscribe to the Cultivative Conversation podcast and share this episode with a friend.